0: This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well this afternoon at 12.30 the first edition of a new programme goes to air on Otago Access Radio. Headspace is brought to you every two weeks by the Neuro Interest Group, a collection of local organisations whose focus is on brain health. We're excited about what sounds like an interesting show and here to tell us more about it is Neuro Interest Group member Julie Butler of Alzheimer's Otago. Thanks for joining us Julie, good to have you with us.
1: Thanks for inviting me Geoff, good morning.
0: Uh, Julie, who are the Neuro Interest Group?
1: Well, as you said really, it's a group of organisations that are focused on, um, have a particular focus around brain health. Probably the leading agencies would be um, Alzheimer's Society, Brain Injury, Epilepsy, Stroke uh, and the MS Society. But um, we certainly communicate with other groups, um, for example like SF, Otago, Parkinson's Society, that sort of thing. But just that we core group of five, and of course the Brain Health Research Centre. When
0: did you decide to kind of uh, work collectively in this way?
1: Um, probably a couple of years ago. Mm. Um I think, gosh, it's gone so quickly. Uh, yeah, we just realised that you know our resources were getting squeezed more and more, and but we we recognized the importance of community education, so we also felt that we could reach more people if we started doing things together. For example, uh, people will come to a seminar um, run by the Neuro Interest Group. Um, to hear some things about memory or maybe Alzheimer's, but they don't necessarily want to come to something that's been put on by the Alzheimer's Society, if you like. Uh, so we'll get people that come along to hear about something else and might pick up some information about Alzheimer's or epilepsy or whatever it happens to be. So it's a, I don't know, extra bang for our buck. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: how often do you get to meet collectively as a group?
1: Uh, we probably meet once every couple of months, more often if we're putting on some forums. Um, but yeah, we just we just plan for the year, and then just go from there. Really,
0: I guess each of those organisations throughout the year has various times of the year and they're focusing on kind of publicity campaigns or they have particular messages. Is that an opportunity to kind of tap into some extra resource there and get the word out about those as well?
1: Oh, definitely. Like, for example, we have had some uh, public forums on understanding memory. And so World Alzheimer's Month is in September. So we um, you know, have, have tried to gear the forums toward that particular month just to get that synergy and, as you say, a little bit of extra oomph.
0: Or probably when it, time, it comes time to shake the cans for street appeals and things like that, you'll be able to tap into each other's memberships. <laughs>
1: as well. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, are you working here primarily for um, people who are dealing with brain issues and their families, or are you... Here, collectively working for the professionals that are working in that field, or is it for everybody?
1: It's for everybody, really. Uh, I mean, obviously, it'll be of particular interest to the professionals working in the field. When we do, and also to the people living with brain issues, when we do our seminars, we tend to have, for example, in the ones we've had here in Dunedin, we'll do one in the morning or so in the afternoon for uh, people living with. The situation and then one in the evening, early evening for professionals and we've kept them separate for a reason really, one because it's often easier for people living with um, with a condition or a brain health issue to come along during the day but also they come at it from two quite different perspectives so um, the, the question and answer and discussion um, part of the, the forum is often quite different. In terms
0: of the general public mm-hmm. who well, I guess you're trying to reach with some of the messages around um, you know brain health mm-hmm. is there a curiosity about it? I mean, you mentioned that that, that, that perhaps you know I, I guess you were suggesting there can be a bit of a stigma sometimes around some of the what people might de- determine as diseases <laughs> yep. uh, and 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 they they might be a little bit of afraid uh, about hearing those messages. But, in general, um, you know people take an interest in their general fitness and at a certain stage of their life. You know, are people kind of starting to look at their brain in that way now as well?
1: More and more, I think. Uh, it's certainly something that I know that I emphasise when I'm talking publicly you know um, if you think about all the health messages that we've received over the years everything seems to be apart from oral health pretty much from the neck down yeah. you know your heart your lungs your cholesterol all that sort of stuff When you, but your brain is the most important organ in your body and I think people get a wee bit blasé about their brain health I mean we all know that alcohol can damage your brain drugs can damage your brain things like that but people tend to think I think that because you have a brain that is surrounded by this thick skull it's quite safe when in actual fact it isn't you know it, it it is amazing in fact how easy the brain can be damaged.
0: We've seen some quite large public events over the last few years we've seen inflatable brains in yes. various parts of the city and things like that so that's the kind of thing I guess they're there you're trying to attract the interest of kids.
1: Oh, everybody, and it's amazing if you put it up somewhere. You know, people are just drawn to this amazing inflatable brain. And, I mean, we're very lucky. I mean, Irene Mosley, who's... Working at the moment with uh, the Brain Health Research Centre um, was the driver behind getting that. Uh, it's the only one in New Zealand, and we've got the rights to it, I think. It was imported from America, and we were very fortunate to have um, a significant amount of money donated because it's a $25,000 piece of equipment. Wow.
0: Yeah. How well served are we in Dunedin by brain health specialists?
1: Oh, Excellent. Yeah. And the, as particularly with the Brain Health um, Research Centre as well, Like we've been giving uh, four public forums both here in Dunedin through in Alexandra and Omru, and we're doing one in August in um, Belklutha. And we have these specialists and researchers that give of their time freely to go all around Otago to educate the community, which is, you know, we're so lucky.
0: Well, so we turned to this new programme, Headspace, which <laughs> uh, is been a little while in the development, but it's great great to see it coming to our Otago Access Radio uh, from 12.30 today. What was the thinking here with the radio show?
1: Well, again, it was just another form of public education and, and awareness, another way of perhaps reaching some people that can't come to our forums or don't want to come to our forums or, you know, it's just about spreading the word. Uh, and we're very fortunate with the uh, Community Trust of Otago who gave us some financial support for that. And yeah, we just we just want to publicise the importance of brain health. And obviously, the series of programs will be focused each fortnight on a particular topic. So, as individual organisations, we get to get the word out there as well. But also, as the Neuro Interest Group collectively.
0: All right. First uh, program up today, what can you expect uh, to cover on today's show?
1: Um, well, again, it's an introduction to the, the series, if you like, and we have Louise Parr-Brownlee talking to us um, with Cathy from the Brain Injury Association asking her questions.
0: All right. Um, you have... Been on air before here on Otago Access Radio, but I guess for some of the members of the uh, Neuro Interest Group, this will be a, a first time experience for them to getting getting behind the mic. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> how how you know how's the feeling among the group about being on radio, and making a radio show?
1: Um. Oh, well we're all quite excited, definitely. Uh, it, it's funny because there's an amount of anonymity because mm. no one can kind of see you. And because we ha- have the ability here with the radio station to pre-record, it does take away some of those nerves <laughs> so mm. that when you fluff up, which I certainly did when we did this first show, uh, we can just do it all over again.
0: I guess there's the opportunity too if you have a visiting expert or something like that, you might be able to pop into the recording studio and grab them while they're here and mm. include it as part of the show. That's right. It's going to be a very interesting... interesting series it starts today it's called Headspace and of course fortnightly as Julie has said but uh, each and every episode will go up on our website uh, www.oar.org.nz as a podcast and there's an opportunity Julie for people to grab those podcasts and share them and listen Mm -hmm. to them when they like that's right well we await with interest uh, this (laughs) this fascinating series Headspace Uh, Julie Butler uh, representing our neuro interest group Uh, thanks for joining us on the awesome morning show today thank you This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.